Welcome to Living Life. Today we're continuing to look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20. And in this passage we're looking at, this man gets a, a message to give to King Jehoshaphat and to the people there in Judah, there in the southern kingdom. And it's going to be a great word of encouragement because he's going to basically tell them that the battle that they're about to do that battle belongs to the Lord. And so it was just wonderful that this man had an opportunity to share what God had given him to share to the people. Now, there was a time when I was pastoring a church in East Los Angeles, and I felt so very clearly that God was saying to me to tell the church next year free and clear. And what that message was is that this small church had a very large mortgage. They had a lot of debt. And yet God was telling me to tell the people that by the end of next year, they would have no debt. Well, the people saw this young pastor at the time just bringing this word. And I'm not sure how they took it, but in the end, at the end of the year, we had no debt. Just God moved in mysterious ways to bring it so that that little church would be debt-free. Well, we praise God for when He brings people with a word from Him. And that's what we're going to see here in our text today. So let's listen to today's passage. Second Chronicles chapter 20 verses 14 through 30. Then the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jael, the son of Mattaniah, a Levite and descendants of Asaph, as he stood in the assembly. He said, Listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem, this is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the gorge in the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions, stand firm, and see the deliverance the Lord will give you, Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out to face them tomorrow, and the Lord will be with you. Jehoshaphat bowed down with his face to the ground, and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down in worship before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Korathites and Korahites stood up and praised the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. Early in the morning they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in his prophets, and you will be successful. 
After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out at the head of the army, saying, Give thanks to the Lord, for his love endures forever. As they began to sing and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. The Ammonites and Moabites rose up against the men from Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped to destroy one another. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, they assembled in the valley of Barakah, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the Valley of Barakah to this day. Then, led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem returned joyfully to Jerusalem, for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with harps and lyres and trumpets. The fear of God came on all the surrounding kingdoms when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. And the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. So this man Jehoshiel, he had this, the Spirit of God came upon him to give the people of God a message. And it was a message of hope because he said that the battle belongs to the Lord. And isn't that true that in all of our lives, especially as we consider Christian ministry, that we know that we work in a power that is not our own or natural because it's really the Lord who is at work for us, giving us faith, and he works in us producing that fruit, and he also works through us to do his ministry. And so here in our text, we have the message brought to the people and it says in verse 15, this is what the Lord says to you. And I really want you to hear this as a message to you. It says, do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. The battle is not yours, but God's. And then in verse 17 says, you will not have to fight this battle because the Lord is with you. I mean, that's one of the things that we can really hold on to in this life and beyond is that the Lord is a with us God. And so we could go back in holy history like to when uh, the people of God were going to be going into the promised land and God spoke to Joshua and he said in Joshua 1.9, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You see, they could go forth into the promised land, not because of how strong they were, 
but because of how strong and mighty God is. And so he's our with us God. We could actually go even further back into holy history and consider when the people of God were coming out of Egypt and we have Pharaoh and his army there pursuing the people of God and it looks like there's no way of escape. But yet Moses gets a word from the Lord and he basically tells the people in Exodus 14, 14, says, the Lord will fight for you while you remain silent. So, wow, I mean, all we have to do is wait upon the Lord, that we trust him, that we put our hope in him. And that's exactly what is going on in our text, that the people of God could actually entrust the results to God, that they could abandon the outcomes to him. Now, in the text, we see that the people then are filled with worship and praise. They've just heard this wonderful news that the battle is not theirs, it's the Lord's. And so then Jehoshaphat says that they're to have faith in the Lord. I'm now reading from verse 20. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. I just want to encourage you, have that faith and trust. And then he said, the scripture says in verse 21, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord. And what they're doing is that they're going out into battle and they're singing. So I want you to picture that for a moment. I mean, the battle is still in front of them, and yet they go forth with the people leading them, singing and worshiping and praising the Lord. I mean, talk about trust. Now, for us today, I, I think of as we go forth and there's issues that are confronting us and things that we must confront and battles we will have, that we can go forth even before them and while we're involved in them, that we can worship the Lord and sing to Him. And I can't help but think that a song that we might want to sing is the song called Victory in Jesus. That we can just go forth and sing Victory in Jesus, my Savior forever. He sought me and bought me with His redeeming love. I mean, there are songs I know that would mean something to you that you can just sing forth. The idea here is that we want to turn our attention to the Lord, our trust in Him, and know that He is there to fight our battles. For we can look throughout holy history. Here in 2 Chronicles chapter 20, we can go back to Joshua, back to Moses. We can go forward in life to just seeing the ways that God moves in mysterious ways and he fights our battles. So I just want to encourage you today to really desire to increase your faith, your hope, your trust, and your confidence in the Lord and do so to God's glory and your joy. 
As we close today, I want to draw your attention to verse 26 of 2 Chronicles 20. I mean, we've seen how God has fought the battle for the people of God. He brought an ambush and then the armies that were going to battle God's people, they fought against each other. And so by the time the people of God got to the battlefield, there, uh, the enemy was already dead. And so they just brought out praise and worship. And in verse 26, I love this, where it says, On the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Barakah, where they praised the Lord. This is why it is called the valley of Barakah to this day. Barakah is just a way of saying blessing. And we see many blessings in Scripture where it begins by saying, Blessed be the Lord who, and then they just bring this Barakah. You know, blessed be the Lord who fights our battles. Blessed be the Lord who is sovereign. And you can do your own Barakah and bless the Lord. Let me pray for you at this time. Father, we do bless your holy name, and we thank you for how you shower us with your grace and your mercy. Thank you for how your mercy is new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And Father, we bless you because of, of the truth, how it sets us free. And of course, we bless you for the love that you demonstrate toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Father, there's so much we can bless you for, when we just thank you and we praise you in Christ's name. Amen. For a single soul, lifting a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.